Get ready for truth bombs and guidance from conservative leaders and entrepreneurs from God-fearing, freedom-loving, truth-telling, patriotic Americans. Welcome to Patriots with Grit. Now let's jump into today's episode with your host, Darren Ross. Okay, here we are at the Branson Reawaken America Tour with our new friend Thomas Renz from Renz-Law. Now, I saw Thomas speak in April of 2021 at Tulsa, Clay Clark's first event, and I was amazed because, you know, I was a business owner for almost 31 years. We had our fair share with attorneys. And I, no offense, but I didn't really like attorneys. I don't blame I you. Still, I still don't like attorneys. Well. But when you spoke, I was like, that's an attorney I can get behind and rally around. And it's because of what you've done, what you stood for, and how much you're fighting for people through all this COVID nonsense. So tell our audience and our viewers a little bit about your background and all the battles you're currently fighting for now for just regular Americans. Well, I'm glad to be here, and I'm glad to meet you guys, right? Um, background's real easy. I'm a nobody. Uh, I come from a little town in Ohio, a little 12,000 people. Uh, I opened a pri uh, private practice to, you know, just have something nice and quiet to do while my kids were growing up, a little less travel because I was doing a lot of other stuff. And, uh, well, that all went to hell. <laughs> I don't know what else to say it. Uh, there's been nothing nice or quiet about it. Uh, we, you know, we just, the COVID stuff came. I, I saw very early on, because I got background in some of the science, right? So I'm not doctor, uh, but I've got background in it. I was working on a master's program in health science when, when COVID actually started, you know, coming out. And so I was doing my master's work on this, and I found, I was doing the epidemiology and the biostats and all that sort of fun stuff. And, you know, it's a new disease. So you're going to look at the new disease. So you look at well, everything the media said was a lie. Everything from January 2020 on. And I could Way run before the, that, Tom. Well, lying to us for well, yeah, I mean, Okay, so if we're talking about the media being liars, it's been my whole life. But, but on COVID, from day one, everything they said was a lie. So as, as the lie continued to crescendo right up till you know the lockdowns which we've since learned well, yeah i mean they lied so that they could lock down right they wanted to create fear they wanted to sow discourse they wanted to create problems and so that's what they did well fast forward to the lockdowns and i'm i'm screaming i'm like wait a second everything they're saying is alive what are we talking about here so i've told the story a lot of times and i'll say it again because it's true the day they locked down, I prayed and I told God, I said, God, because listen, I'm, I'm God family country guy, right? I'm, I'm proud Christian nationalist, right? Um, and yeah, those words might get you banned. Oh, I've been banned everywhere, brother. You can't be more censored than me. Uh, if you guys got a YouTube channel, you better not post this one. Oh, we got two strikes. Uh, well, don't post this one or you'll have seven more. Um, yeah, don't post this one on YouTube. Uh, I've been banned from there. They sent YouTube censored me. I testified as a licensed attorney, testifying as an expert before a state legislature, and YouTube YouTube censored it. I mean, it was a, it was an official session. I mean, that actually happened more than once. But no, that, so yeah, don't for the love of God, I don't want to get you thrown off YouTube. <laughs> um, but. Uh, in fact, you don't even want to be associated with me. Uh, we'll put this on the AMA website. There you go. <laughs> yeah, post it up there. Uh, they, they love me. Um, but it was all a lie. So I prayed. And uh, by the way, as a Christian nationalist, I'm just going to throw my little blurb on that because I always get I get mad. And I've been standing up. They said you know, Christian nationalists, like it's a bad thing. 
My response is this. First of all, I'm a proud Christian nationalist. Second of all, I want to know what you oppose about Christianity or nationalism. You oppose love others, treat others with respect, do unto others. Which of those things do you dislike? Or is it that you dislike America? You know, the nation that freed, freed slaves and fought for freedom and equality around the world, suffrage, all these different things. We've contributed to the economic prosperity of the globe. Which of these things do you hate? Which of these things? I mean, what do you want me to be? You got a problem with those? If you do, I'd like to know what it is. I think ignorance drives that. Yeah, it's, it's uh, anyways. Uh, so I prayed when the lockdowns came. I said, God, I, I feel like you want me to fight this. And I, I do. I felt like, I mean, it was like a fire, man. I was, I was on fire about this. I say, you put it in front of me, I'm going to do my best to fight it your way. And I've been doing that ever since. And listen, I'm, I am a broken Christian. I'm not a good man. I'm not good anything. I just do my best, right? And uh, I make mistakes all the time. I try hard. But I've tried very, very hard to do the, exactly what I said to God I would do, to fight it his way. I haven't, there's been no lying, no cheating, no stealing, no any, anything, nothing. I mean, I wouldn't do that anyways, but I've really tried hard every time I've come to a crossroads to say, God, what way do you want me to go? And then to follow it, no matter how hard it's been. It's been tough. It's been a tough fight. So that's, that's who I am. That's where I come from. So talk to us about the fight that you're taking right now for all the people that have been affected by COVID or vaccines or job status. I know you're one of the few that are actually standing up and have the guts to stand up when most nope. attorneys won't, most doctors won't. Yep. yep. Well, we were the only people. When I started, I had one other guy that I could find in the country that was willing to fight with me. Um, it was very lonely. But we've we fought and we stayed true and we've, you know, praise God every way and he's, he's elevated it, right? So we... Uh, despite being probably the most censored guy on the planet, the word's gotten out. And we've been able to develop a profile and a platform and educate people and share. And I think that we've contributed a lot for saving a lot of lives from, you know, avoiding these jabs. So, you know, we fought, we've had whistleblower stuff that's came out about the jabs, about the, the, about COVID, about everything over the course of this, right? We've shown that COVID, yeah, it's killed people. Yes, it can be dangerous, but with early treatment, things like that, it's not that dangerous. And statistically, uh, a lot of people didn't need to die that did. And statistically, it's not as dangerous as they've tried to scare everybody into believing. That said, it's certainly not as dangerous as the jabs are showing to be. The jabs are absolute nightmares. These, they provide no benefits. They don't stop transmission. At best, at best, according to CDC data, they may, for a month or two after you get it, reduce the severity of the infection. But after a month or two, you're more likely to get infected, and you're more likely to get more infected more severely. So, you know, I mean, it's, it's a disaster. The long-term effects were never studied because you didn't have time to, you know, study them in that period of time. They are gene therapies. We have Pfizer, Moderna documents where they say, yes, these are gene therapies. So, yeah, that's, that's settled. It's their documents. You can fact check me. You go to the SEC website. You can go to the 2019, uh, I think it's 2019 spring filing for Moderna, where they talked about one of their, extensively about the risk of, uh, the, you know, their product lines face, and one of them being that it's a gene therapy, and nobody wants gene therapy. Okay, so, you know, everything we've found has been a lie after a lie after a lie. 
Uh, we've been misled. And the latest and the, the biggest thing, we just filed a billion-dollar lawsuit against Eco Health Alliance. Say that one more time. It's getting a little, little loud in here. Say that one more time. Yeah, so we just we just filed a billion-dollar lawsuit against Eco Health Alliance. Uh, Eco Health Alliance is the group that Fauci keeps sending more money to that uh, created SARS-CoV-2 in the lab in Wuhan, China. Now, they, you know, we'll, we're going to try and prove that at court, but what I've done is I gave... And I sent to a bunch of people in Congress before the election, you know, by the way, have you heard anything about this? You would think, I would think, yeah, that a billion dollar lawsuit alleging that they created this in a lab with government funding would make it in the news. No. 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 It's only killed six and a half million people. I mean, this is this that's is hearsay. hearsay. This is equivalent. You know what? This is equivalent to after World War II not reporting on the concentration camps. Right. Six and a half million. By a disease created in the lab. So anyways, these guys, uh, they've been funding it. It's government. We've got ties to the DOD, to the Defense Department, uh, to the intelligence community. We have, And when I say ties, you've got to understand something. I haven't spoken to your audience. So I want, I want you guys to understand. I will always distinguish between what we think and what we have evidence on. So when I say we've got ties, i got pieces of paper. Okay, I got documents I can hold up and show you. Cited sources. Government documents. Right. I don't even have to cite them. I don't even need, they don't need citations. They're right from the horse's mouth. So we know that they were involved with certain aspects of this. We can't prove what they didn't didn't know at what time yet, but we can prove because we had a we we put out this report, 130 plus citations. That corroborated a first-hand witness that worked for EcoHealth Alliance that said they created this in the lab while he worked there. I would think that'd be news. Um, by the way, that first-hand witness, Dr. Andrew Huff, he, he's got a book out right now. He uh, he also combat vet, PhD in environmental epidemiology, masters in security technology, worked at Sandia Labs, Q clearance from I mean. Credibility? Anybody? I mean, you can't get more credible than that. Well, look what they're doing to Peter McCulloch. Well, I Same know. Thing. I know. The most I know. credible, most well-published cardiologist. Well, the harassment, the harassment Andrew has has faced since coming forward is absolutely terrifying. Stuff that you can't even imagine occurring on American soil. I mean, we're talking just crazy stuff. So, but anyway, so we got that case, um, and I think you know it's a very strong case. I'm very eager to see where it goes. And uh, by the way. I, Okay, I, I'm a lawyer, or you judge me right now. Uh, if you or a family member have been sick or injured by COVID-19, uh, no, actually we are. We're looking, if you want to sign up on the website, don't expect a call back tomorrow. But we are collecting people who, if you got COVID, you're potentially eligible in this suit. I kind of like this idea. What's the website, Tom? Renz-law.com, R-E-N-Z-law.com. And by the way, so for new audience, we got we got to give send go there, which we do need. I I actually very rarely charge for my work. My other lawyers we have to bill for them, but for my work I almost never charge. It's been almost all done on donations from people who care. Uh, we got a Substack. Please share that. Uh, and if you if you pay to subscribe, that goes to the fight. Everything I do goes to the fight. My life is the fight. I've given up. You know, I've given up everything there is to give up on this, and uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not going away till we've won, until we've got accountability. And you know, I just saw 
Did you guys see the amnesty articles this week? Yeah, I didn't get to read Tell our audience and our viewers what the pandemic amnesty is, because I know a lot of them don't know, because that's not going to be told on the fake news. Yeah, yeah. Some people are floating the idea that, you know, all those people who, you know, they, they were trying their hardest to help us mm-hmm. during the pandemic. Oh, yeah. And they just, they made some mistakes, but no one could know it was novel and new. So we should just forgive them and move on. Don't worry about the six and a half million people that they killed by creating this in the lab. Don't worry about the remdesivir death camps in the hospitals. Don't worry about your loved ones who were murdered. Don't worry about the people who are dying and going to die from the jab. We just should say it's okay. You know, Hitler just made a minor mistake. Let's high five him and say we're okay. These people are sick in the head. Is amnesty my rear? There'll be amnesty when right oh, after I get out. Yeah, that's right. To hell with am- amnesty, my butt. When you're yelling at my kids because you're a masked Nazi, which no one did with me around because I'm a big ogre and I'm you know I look grumpy, but they did. They did with my wife. The hell if I'm gonna forgive you. You're a jerk. And that goes for and teachers. By the way, school boards. By the way. I'll forgive you because at some point that's what Christ wants me to do. And I'm not, you know, I mean, I shouldn't be so angry about it. But, I, boy, it's frustrating. And don't lie to me. Don't say nobody knew. I absolutely know. I have hundreds of citations in dozens of lawsuits that you can reference going back to August, September of 2020, showing exactly what I said. In fact, I have a white paper that was based on some of my master's work that I did that I put out in, I want to say, March maybe maybe uh maybe even before that of 2020 showing that they were lying about the death counts so don't tell me we didn't know we absolutely knew you lied and you know what accountability and justice demands that if you were a liar you know what if you were misled i'm sorry for you i really am and i don't hold any ill will against the people who truly were lied to and truly didn't know but you scumbag pieces of garbage that actually knew or should have known and covered it up and killed people for profit to hell on amnesty. We're talking talking hospital administrators. They knew darn well what they were doing. Because they were shoving it in their pocket. I I got whistleblower data showing that these hospitals were seeing as high as 90% death rate on the ventilators, yet they kept pushing them. 90%. 90%. What, you didn't think trying something else was a good idea? Or when you didn't want remdesivir, they forced you to have, or that your patient had to take it. If you even mentioned ivermectin yeah. or hydroxychloric, bidesonide. They throw you out. They thought you're nuts. Or, and throw you out of the hospital. I told, I told some people, I, I, I'm helping take care of my 91-year-old uncle, and he has heart congestive heart failure. And we were on the phone yesterday on the way down here talking to my mom. And, you know, the, she'd call the doctor. And the first thing the nurse says is, has he had a COVID test? Has he had his COVID vaccine? As he has flu vaccine. And I'm like, no, that's why he's no, alive. No, no. So now, why, why, why can't we talk about his his oxygen level or his you know vital blood, blood pressure? pressure? It's like that stuff's just going out the I, window. Yeah, no, no, we we don't want to keep anybody alive. I mean, with God forbid, we'd do that, right? So Thomas, this is a little unique. We ran into this last night. One of our friends used to be in the the funeral monument business. Yeah, and he said, you know, I think I'm going to quit doing what I'm doing now. I'm going to get back into that. Was this death oh, yeah. that's going to come? Oh. So he called one of his mentors or one of his, uh, you know, business partners. Cemeterian. Uh, He's a cemeterian. Cemeterian. And he said, no, no, do not do that. Because he said that'll be a losing venture because the government is incentivizing uh, funeral farmers to go with cremation. Oh. Does that surprise way. you? No, they, they, they're absolutely doing that because if you cremate, you can't do an autopsy. Right. 
I mean, we know that. We've had a number of cases where it's very clear vaccine doubts that the hospital convinced the loved one to cremate. And so they call me, hey, you know, the, my, my husband died from the vaccine. You know, he got the jab and died the next day, right? Um, yeah, what can I do? Well, did you get an autopsy? No, they, we cremated. Well, nothing. <laughs> yeah. You know, the evidence is gone. So on a, on a like a, a smaller level, if we're talking to uh, people that are subject to the low-level tyranny with the mask and all that stuff, yeah. I want to give you an example. My daughter works for a hospice company. She's the office admin, admin. She gets around none of the clinical people. She's got an office in the back with the door closed. They roll in today, and now they tell her that she's got to wear an N95. And, I, and she said, no, this just came out of the blue. Today? Well, this week. Oh, okay, this week? Yeah, this week. And she says, then she can hear the other nurses who are liberal, get as many shots as we can. They're out there, you know, talking real quiet about her being infectious. It, yeah. It's just discrimination. And well, it's just, it, listen, they'll be dead soon, so, you know, whatever. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. If you are a nurse or a doctor at this point, there's so much data out there that you are negligent beyond words to, to the point that I don't, you know, I no longer, at this point, I think you need to be held accountable because, you know, people are looking to you for life-saving advice. And at this point, if you still have your head that far buried in the sand, I'm sorry, I can't support you. So when you say accountable, do you mean nurses, doctors, hospital administrators? I absolutely. So listen, when you go to your doctor and you say, Doc, I got this and this and this, do you expect that your doctor did some homework and knows what to do with it? Exactly. What to? Do you expect that your doctor, you know, because of their training, because of their continuing education, that they that they know how to diagnose and treat an illness? Exactly. Or what's happening? I mean, isn't that their job? Absolutely. So now you're going to a doctor. Doctor, what should I do with this? Well, you should get the vaccine. What do you? Why? It doesn't stop transmission. It doesn't do anything. It's got loads of side effects. Why would anybody do Listen, the only reason, there are two reasons that you would still be saying this. One, you're willfully ignorant to the point that it's absolutely inexcusable. Or two, you don't care because you just want to keep collecting that big check you get every week. And you're willing to sell your patients down the road. Neither are acceptable. One is grossly negligent, in my opinion, and the other is criminal. Speaking about a big check, what kind of incentives have individual doctors been given for vaccines, or are there any? Well, there's. it depends on the state, and it depends on the structure uh, with insurance, and there's a lot of variables state to state on that, right? So there's no one-size-fits-all. What we do know is that, you know, in the CARES Act, Medicare Medicaid uh, paid out an extra 20% if you were following certain protocols, doing certain things. We know there are incentives. I know that a lot of pediatricians, people don't know this. Your pediatricians, so I was pro-vax before this. I had no idea vaccines were. Most people were. Yeah, I had no idea. Now I've looked and I'm suspicious of all of them, right? At first I was just on the COVID. Now I'm suspicious of all of them. Do you know that a lot of pediatricians make up to 80% of their money off of vaccines? 
That's surprised me. Uh, they're, put, they're in almost entirety of their practice is based on on vaccinations. That's why they push it so hard. Tell your pediatrician that you don't want your kid vaccinated and see what they do. And that's why. Would they send you to uh, CPS? No, they might. That's, that's, I've had a few of them. Yeah. I, I've had a lot of people we know have said they've been basically fired as patients from their pediatrician. That's exactly. Yeah, get now out of here. Know why? That, now that explains it. Yeah. Well, now you know why. It's because their the entirety of their practice is is funded by that. You know, I mean, it's it's an amazing thing. These guys, you know, you cannot pay someone for silence and then say that that person who you paid for silence is not in some way liable for what they've done. Now we're not there yet in the courts, but we're going to be. We're going to get there. There will be accountability. You know, but part of it is what we're doing right now: educating people who may or may not have heard this, may or may not have known this. You know, that's why, so I never wanted to be on any media. I'm not a guy who, like, I value, I value the single greatest sacrifice I've made in this fight. fight I'm not a private guy anymore. I mean, I, I can't, you know, I got people that know who I am. And uh, I didn't want that. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, you want to be famous? No. No, I don't. My first day at kindergarten, I puked everywhere because I was so afraid of all the people that were there. I didn't know. I mean, I'm, I, this isn't natural for me. I've had to fight to learn how to do this and how to be this guy. It's not my natural state. But you sacrifice when you see something wrong because you've got to fight to make it right. I mean, you know, that's just part of it. So this was never about publicity. It's never about any of this. But... Because we did that, we've been able to educate people on a very, very broad scale. I mean, we've, we've, we've educated a lot of people. We've had a lot of impact. And we've also been able to get the message out in a way where we've gained credibility with the courts. Because courts follow culture. Lawyers hate it when I say that. That's why nobody likes lawyers. Cause they, yeah, but, but they do. You know, the, the lawyers like to think, oh, we only follow the law. You know, they said, that's, listen. When something becomes known in a culture to be true or false, there's ways that that the the that evidentiary standards are implicated in that. Yeah. And I don't. I, we don't have an hour, and I'd put everybody to sleep if I did it. But at the end of the day, courts follow culture. And if you, we would if we fight this in the courts and we don't educate the people, we we lose a lot of lives, and we lose the opportunity to uh, to educate the courts. Because remember. The judges are just people. If all they hear is a lie, they're going to believe it too. So, Thomas, what's the best way for people to support you? I know you give out your website, rens-law.com. What's the best way for them to support you and help you during this fight? That's it. So one of the things, and especially for this audience, I want to tell you guys this. I, I'm dead serious about this. Before you do anything else, if you're willing and you're of the persuasion, pray for us. I can't tell you. I cannot even begin to tell you. I'm a believer, right? So if you're not, don't listen to me. But if you are, I can't tell you how meaningful and how monumental the prayers have been. I really can't. Uh, you know, I one of, one of the best stories on this, I was getting ready to argue before the Sixth Circuit, and I had put out on, a, on True Social, because I do, I do that, uh, I, that uh, at Tom Renz, by the way, but uh, I put out on there, I was like, you know, if, if people, if you're willing, please send a prayer for us. you got a big day. I woke up, and my team was all stressed. We're all worried, you know, going into it because it's a big deal, right? 
there's like a bazillion people that all say, you know, we're praying for you and all these messages. That had so much impact, not only on me, but on the whole team. That's correct. Because I shared it. That means more than anything. You know, we need money. Yeah. We do. It's expensive. We're fighting people with no budget. Uh, we fight, we, we're fighting against, you know, a well-armed army with toothpicks and bubble gum. And that's okay. We'll do it. You know, David won with a rock. We'll keep fighting. If we got to throw rocks, that's what we do. Um, it'd be nice to have a howitzer, though. You know, I mean, uh, but, but uh, if you're willing to do that, share our message. We need help with that. I've got a sub stack. If you sign up, it's free. If you want to pay, the money goes to the fight. Everything I get, I make about the same now as I did when I started. Um, everything that I get goes to the fight. So at the end of the day, uh, we're fighting until we win. And so prayers, funding, sharing. Sharing is so important. Rens-law.com, we have an immense amount of stuff there. If you go back through the archives and back, 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 I mean, we've got an immense amount of stuff there. We use it. Educate your educate your skeptics. Educate the people that don't know. That that's what we need to do. We need people active and for the love of God, vote. Yeah. Vote. If you register as a Democrat and vote five times, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. We're going to caught anyway. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. Well, just tell them you're a Democrat. Then you can you can walk up with a stack of ballots and you're okay. <laughs> um, but no, I uh, no. But vote. Watch those polls. Get active. You know, um, I'm voting. Yeah, I, I'm going to tell you that there are certain Republicans that I can't vote for. I will have a couple blank spots on my ballot. Because it's ethically not okay, but I'm generally we've only. got to support the Republicans. We've got some good ones. I go Carrie Lake. Uh, you know, we've got a few of them here and there, uh, but we we've got to get a few of these guys in there, and that only happens if we overwhelm it. Because I frankly don't trust elections. So my last my last comment would be: Do you feel like you're out there on an island because it's you? And I don't know how big your team is now. But at the beginning, you've got other attorneys that were just too scared to jump in the fight, even if they had the same passion as you. Didn't want to lose their career. I don't know if the bars came after you or not. I'm sure oh, they a little bit. Have. So, is there? You think there's any movement to get more attorneys involved, or would that help? Or well, we're getting there. Uh, interestingly, and I know you guys. This is. I want you to brace yourselves. I want you to fall over. But after we filed the billion-dollar lawsuit, and people thought maybe there's some money in this, suddenly there seems to be a little more interest. I mean, I, I don't know why. I, it's a total coincidence. It's because they, they found out the truth uh, when they read the complaint. Um, but, you know, we've steadily found more and more people willing to fight. But this was exactly what why we had to be public, right? The attorneys didn't know what was true or false. Right. Nobody knew what was true or false. They just... You know, they just did what they did. So, um, you know, it is what it is. And uh, I just want to say, you know, thanks for what you're doing because it's like we, as as the the population that actually knows what's going on, it's like we need people to lean on because I can't find that information. I mean, you know how to get to it. That's correct. Yeah, I mean, we've got to have people in their special niche to fight this. And yep. yeah, I mean. If you weren't around, I don't know what we would do. I mean, I've been following you for now for 19 months, and I knew today I saw you, man. I was like, you'll get it. He's got my respect. Uh, well, <laughs> attorney that's standing up for the people. Yeah. I'm behind you. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm honored to do it. Uh, God's given me a lot more than I deserve.
in terms of opportunity to do this. That's and uh, I just pray I don't screw it up. Oh, yeah. thank you for doing this. So, by the way, I've got a traffic ticket. Can you help me? <laughs> We're a little backed up right now, but uh, you got roughly, uh, you know, a five-year waiting list. Okay. Uh, but, you know, if, it, if you can ask for a continuance. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. Thomas Renz from Renz-Law.com. Go there, support Thomas, support the work that he's doing. He's doing fantastic things to help people like you. You need legal help and legal counsel during all this COVID nonsense. So thanks for watching today. See you on the next episode. See you. Thank you, guys. Thank you very Thank much. You.